Hello, welcome to Patch. I'm your host, Paul James. I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How's things, mate? Great. Recently, Just... freshly ID checked at the bottle shop. So, uh, how are you feeling, being a 35 year old considered to be sub 18? Sub 18. And then he looked at my ID and said, You're the oldest one I've looked at today. <laughs> That's just a double insult right there. Yeah, it's a real kick in the dick, that one. Um, not, should just walk out. Not ideal. Um, so, we've got two topics we're going to discuss today. The first, because um, there's been a few, there's been a few kind of sticking points in the industry this week, uh, but we're going to focus on two of them specifically today. So, PlayStation Plus has received a price hike worldwide, um, and we'll we'll kind of jump into that shortly. And also, Embracer Group is more like uh, kind of got more rather than being so much embracing, they're more like choke holding now some of their developers and. Um, We've seen the first one fall. One of one of them has passed out under that chokehold and has uh, gone in the form of volition. And uh, Gearbox has even had to lay off a few staff as well. So so things aren't going super super well over there. But we'll begin by talking about the PlayStation Plus price hike. And just to give context before I throw over to you, because I've already kind of had my my say already. In Australian dollars, for everyone's I guess background here, PlayStation Plus Essential, which is the basic tier, the one where you get three usually about three games per month across ps4 ps5 um is going to be jumping from 79.95 per per year for the for the 12 month subscription to 95.95 per month so about 16 bucks uh for the year which is actually no i'll I'll leave all my thoughts there uh the extra tier which is the one that seemingly most people are starting to gravitate towards these days is jumping from 134 dollars and 95 cents to 169.95 nice um, and then finally, the deluxe tier, because we don't get premium out here, the deluxe tier uh, is going from $154.95 to $196.95, so it's jumping up by $42. Um, and sorry, the, it's 30, $35 for extra. So, Matto, I've already had a piece get published on the Player 2 website where I've gone pretty in-depth with my thoughts around the whole thing. So before I kind of jump in and, and I guess reiterate some of those, I'll throw it over to you first. What's what's the gut feel when you see these prices? And I guess where are you, for context for everyone watching and listening too, what's your subscription status with PlayStation Plus at the moment? Mine at the moment is the top one. Oh, you've gone uh, deluxe as well. Okay. I went deluxe because for one reason and one reason only, because it had classic PlayStation games. And unfortunately, I'm still waiting for those classic PlayStation games. There's not many of them. Who turn up because we don't get PS3 games because they can't figure out how to get them to work, which is incredibly annoying for us because everyone else seems to get PS3 games. We don't because our internet is supposedly not good enough. And our internet actually absolutely is. Like, I stream games across my Wi-Fi, no dramas. I've had preview opportunities where games like pre- games pre-launched, uh, like say Rainbow Six Extraction, because that was kind of during COVID years. I had that game streamed to me via Ubisoft, via Parsec, and that was totally fine. That's not the fact that I had to play it on my PC, which, you know, PC gaming's for dorks. But And I can also, I can also stream games as well at 720p, and I live in the middle of fucking nowhere. So you cannot yeah. give me the reason to say, nah, sorry, we can't. Give you PS3 games like, yeah, depending on where you live, sure. But there's other people who boast around like saying, "Hey, look at my internet as like 1,000 megabits or 1,000 megabytes per second," and everyone's like, "Wow!" Then they show theirs, it's like seven. 
Yeah, yeah, it kind of feels like me sometimes. I'm just quietly hoping while we're talking about our qual- you know quality internet that we don't have a Discord moment where the video call quality goes to shit just to suddenly say, oh, no, okay, what remind time me. Is, that was the case. Yeah, but so oh, far, so good. Yeah. Long may that continue. Um, so, yeah, I guess, what does this do for your... Like, I, I don't know, when did you last up your subscription, though, and for how long? Was it was it a 12-month subscription when you did it? 12 months. Mine ends on the 24th of January next year. All right, okay. And it quite possibly could be the last time I renew it. Because there is a strong thought of just going, you know what? I'm cancelling it. Yes, so what? It's still 40 bucks extra. But the problem with that 40 bucks is there's nothing new added to the subscription base, the way I look at it. We don't yeah. get first-party games until, I don't know, five years later. Min- minimum a year, selling, but yeah. But it probably yeah, depends selling, on the game. Either way, take your pick. There's barely any classic games coming on there, and people complain about Nintendo Switch Online costing sixty bucks a year. But un- but at least with Nintendo Switch Online, you get the classic games. It gets updated monthly, and then they just throw in. Well, the game keeps going to come soon. Whatever, just just put another five or ten dollars on it, and you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that because we're and their price is much lower as well to begin with. The price is much lower, and if you give it the family, it could be even more lower if you can find some family members and go, hey, want to spend less on Nintendo? Well, they don't go down the Netflix path and kind of, you know, try to knock password sharing on the on the head, so you can just tee it up with, like, you know, uh, what's it, is it eight people in total for the family plan? So, you know, another seven mates eight, and just eight. share the price eight ways and, yes, but the and thing pay is only first, a few what, dollars per month, like less than, yes, you know, probably about five bucks a month. First. Yes, the one thing you need first to do with Nintendo Switch Online is one key thing, a Switch. And yeah. those Switches go out like absolute hotcakes. So, of course, they're not going to just jack up the price or be tight asses like Netflix because that would have been silly. They're thinking, oh, yeah, people won't share passwords. Are you kidding me? Have you... Were you around in the 2000s when, you know, LimeWire existed? No one yeah. was buying CDs for $2. Of course not. That is yeah. lunch money right there for some <laughs> people. That's a hot dog or was a hot dog. Was a hot dog. Day. Damn inflation. Not anymore. God damn, that's super inflation. Um, but yeah, it's... yeah. I I thought I was like everyone else. I was not happy. Like especially if it said if it went up like five ten dollars, wouldn't have a problem. But then they just gone. You know what? Because all those thirty ponies are idiots. They'll just try and defend it somehow. Good luck with that. Me, not a Sony pony. There's no. There's no good from it for me. It's just looking at it going, right, I just look at the good and bad. What's the good on it? There's games. So there's Games Pass. They have almost about 75% of the games already. See, yeah. games on there, owned by Bethesda. That's on there. You can probably look at all the Yakuza games. They're also on Games Pass. You could probably say, I don't know if Movie Now 2 is there, but it'll probably be over there soon. Who knows? Yeah, so it's it's an interesting one because um, obviously, like when we when we think about Microsoft uh, or Xbox specifically, they are owned by Microsoft, and it does seem pretty well. Like Microsoft will never come out and admit it, which is why I think it highlights the truth in the fact that Game Pass isn't making them money. Like they're losing money on that, but they can afford to eat it because they're Microsoft. Sony can't afford to to do that, and so that's why I don't think we see like the you know the big exclusives rock up for. It seems like random amounts of time, um, like day. De- uh, I don't think something like Demon Souls or whatever's popped up, and yet Returnal and Horizon Forbidden West have. So they they seem Last, to be. Last of Us Two hasn't even appeared yet. That came out almost what? Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, 
three years ago. Um, Ratchet and Clank came out this year. That was close to three years, two, three years. Yeah, yeah, two years, two years, two years, two years. Um, so yeah, it's they've kind of they're kind of a bit patchy in that. I, I get that they don't want to put their triple A's in there, and that's and that's fine. Um, so I, I guess my feature piece that I put up on the website is, I mean, for for the sake of kind of transparency for, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I said why the price ha- price hike may be a good thing. Now, I'm not. I, I guess it's well documented. I am a Sony pony, but like a lot of people who are um, kind of voicing their concerns about this at the moment, I too am having my financial troubles right now. Um, you, yes, you are a Sony pony, but you're I'm not, not above calling them out. I'm not above calling them out at the same time as well. And so, so my whole piece spoke about like it, it was very much like a pros and cons style thing. And um, at the end of the day, when I kind of summarise the whole thing, there's there's still some big ifs on this thing. And I think the way they've messaged it has been poor. I mean, vintage Sony, the messaging is poor. But I think if they'd have turned point. around and said what what I'm hoping and expecting to see kind of come from this as a result of them jacking up the prices is more games like moving out to Sea of Stars and Humanity that in the last couple of months have all been starting to pop up day and date when the game comes out and they're free straight away, um, which is obviously a bit more of the Game Pass model. They won't go 100% into that because they can't afford to, but it allows them to maybe engage with a few more indies and every now and then maybe a big AAA, like a... I mean, imagine if they'd have been able... Because of all the money they're making, if they were able to turn around and go, okay, Final Fantasy sixteen when it first came out, if you're at Extra, you get it for free. And Square Enix just takes their big fat paycheck and they're happy, but they also get whatever sales they can from those who don't subscribe to Extra. Because it turns out only about 17%, as of April, I think about 17% of subscriptions at PlayStation are uh, Extra. And about 14%, I think, were premium. So the majority are below those tiers. Um, And so if they want to buy Final Fantasy 16, they're still going to have to buy it. um, Full price. So um, it's kind of this situation where I think if they... If they had alongside this messaging about saying all the prices have gone up, they go and now here's the announcement of everything that's coming next month, for example, to to extra or or whatever. It might and and it was a really good list, and there was a few games that were coming day and date. Then suddenly people go, oh, okay, that's where my money's going because they're able to tee up deals with other companies and get their games on board, and that seems far more appealing. Now they might have been indie straight out the gate, but you know, again, hopefully down the line, you you may be locked down in Assassin's Creed from time to time or whatever it happens to be. Um, I don't know, Yakuza, brand new Yakuza, straight in, whatever the case happens to be. Persona, for those people. Like, Sega's good for that sort of thing. They, sh- they show that with Game Pass. So there's opportunities around that. But the problem is that they didn't announce any of that, and then at the exact same time, they announced their essential games for the month, which were pretty pretty shit. Um, you've got Saints Row, which, more on, more on that shortly, but uh, the game stinks, and... Uh, it's it's the the marquee game for the month, uh, and then you've got you've got Black Desert, which is uh, I mean you know perfectly fine as a game, but it's not really going to appeal to that many people. Um, I'm just double checking my essential games for this month because there was I a can't remember what the first third one was. Yeah, there was a game that didn't even get finished or something. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Uh, I'm about to about to bring it up. Oh, and Generation Zero, which was not received well at all when it first launched. Like people hated on it, and so. When you kind of compile all those things together, like you're not, you're not getting off to a strong start. I've just double checked. The Metacritic for Generation Zero is 51, so it's a dud. Saints Black Road Desert would have been better. Saints Row is not much better. Black Desert is you know the best, quote unquote best in terms of review scores, best game of the month with a 75. Um, so like they haven't put on a stellar essential thing 
literally the day after they've made this announcement about the prices. And then they haven't come out and said, okay, but when, when we get to, what is it, the 14th, the 15th, whatever their normal days to roll over and add new games to extra, they didn't announce a whole suite of titles to go with it. So they've kind of really minced the messaging a little bit. Um, if they'd have you know, shown people instantly what the advantage was for them contributing an extra 35 bucks or 32 bucks or whatever it is at, at extra, even you know one extra game this month that at essential to offset the fact you're now paying an extra sixteen dollars a month, or here's some of the classic games that are coming. Like they needed to get that announcement at the same time, just so that people go, okay, I see what I'm spending my money on. But they didn't do it, so they they completely kind of screwed that up. I think I think that is the path they are going to go down. I think we're going to see a much better PlayStation Plus extra tier because of this in particular, um, because that money's got. I mean. Yes, you know things are things are tight, and there's there's a lot of data that's basically showing that um, game subscriptions, and this is across PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, everywhere. It was like a two percent growth for the year. So like, there's not people who are in are in, and they're not you're not really adding too many more more people at the moment. And I feel like of that two percent, probably a decent chunk of it, probably at least half of that two percent is Xbox because of um, how they're trying to expand Game Pass to PC and to mobile, and like they're trying to build it out in lots of places. So I feel like they're probably taking the the dog share of it as well. And yeah, it's probably going to spike a bit because of Starfield as well. But, I mean, that's... Look, Xbox isn't immune in this whole thing as well because they've gone and... um, They've jacked their prices up recently as well. And that was right on the eve of Starfield. PlayStation's doing the same thing right on the eve of Spider-Man. So both of them are kind of, I guess, in the wrong a little bit here because it's a pretty predatory move to drop these... Like, to announce these prices. In the case of the PlayStation 1, it kicks in this coming Friday, September 6th. Um, but it's again like people are going to be I mean they've sold 40 million consoles so far and the PS, uh, PS4 sold I think at this point it's like 130 or something like that so um, no 120 whatever it is I don't know it's, it's a good number anyway so there's there's you know tens of millions of people that haven't picked up a PS5 yet that likely will down the line and a good chunk of them are probably going to come in and buy in time for Spider-Man and they're not going to get a chance to like they're, they're going to be facing these prices straight out the gate and that's preying on kind of the hype of brand new console great i'll get all the best stuff and boom you're locked into a nearly 200 hundred dollar investment straight away if you go for for deluxe slash premium also keep in mind we get deluxe so if um if premium finally comes out they start adding ps3 games we're gonna have to pay even more than than what the current price is once premium makes its way over here whenever that is um so it's it's not yeah i think I think this could be a really good thing, but they did not present it in a good way. And so people are understandably pretty pissed about it. Le- and, then, and then there's the classics too. bit. Where are the classics? Yeah, classics, yeah. But I think it's also too, they haven't had a great year with presentations as well. Their showcase wasn't great. and There are still reports whatever. of another one potentially on the, the way. Play but yeah. early, the state of play early in the year was that bad that a game got delayed. which was Yeah, true. But yeah, yeah no, it, was, it so wasn't them. Year, but... I know it was there, but it's sort of presentation-wise this year hasn't been great and also put it in, oh, hey, we'll just jack up the prices just because and not really have... sort of feels like a reason why. Like, hey, it's costing too much or this or that or we're getting this in or whatever, but there's just... Like I said, it feels like there's just zero communication on it. Yeah. And it just feels like one of those things we just have to find a blog... Because that's what, for some reason, Sony still PlayStation does. PlayStation still loves why. their blog. Um, 
And I'm sure it works in some areas, but not in others. And so it's at this moment that I decide that I switch my allegiance to Team Xbox. Thank you to oh, wow. thank you to the team for providing me a personalised Starfield jacket. Um, and I'm going to remain wearing this for the rest of the episode now. Um, it just looks like those ones you see on the space movies where they go out for launch. That's like what it looks like. You know, you've even got little stars on oh, the inside oh, here. Yeah. I've got the patch on the side. They've got, you know, I've got ooh, Starfield on the back. Oh, I've got to ask the question. Is it made of canvas? It's not made of canvas. Um, It's not made of canvas. Microsoft did the legwork on this one, not Bethesda as far as I know. So this was um, something I was basically... Well, uh, it was basically a freebie given to me as a result of going to the Xbox game showcase back in June. Um, They just signed me up to a list and like, here you go, you get it for free. So all the influencers that have been getting them kind of thrown in their fancy uh, packs that they've been given, none of them have their uh, gamer tags splashed across it. So anyway... Um, so there we go. I'm, I'm on Team Xbox now. Phil, you've got me. I think I've done this a few times this year, so maybe maybe there is a yeah, change in then, the winds at the moment. Then Xbox does goes and does something silly like, <laughs> and I take the piss out of him and Red jump Fall. back in. Red, really, just release Redfall, and then it just absolutely goes back to shambles again. They just have to build themselves up. Starfield comes out. People are showing like the smallest little stuff ups, like tiny little details, and just you know, like where's that puddle? That's the PlayStation. Oh, get piss off. Get off. Get off and go play uh, whatever PlayStation games out at the moment. I can't even remember. Go play. I like, mean, uh, Spider-Man and Helldivers 2 are what we're waiting for. So we'll see how we go. Um, and so we touched on Saints Row as being one of those PlayStation essential tier games. And so it's probably, you know, pro- I mean, I'm, I'm just dragging these things together now. Uh, but we'll segue across to the the other big news of the week, which is Volition, uh, the team responsible for Saints Row, and even all the way back, like Summoner and all sorts of stuff on the PS2. Uh, Embrace Group has shut them down. Uh, they've got them in a chokehold grip and suffocated the shit out of them, and that's it, the studio's done. Um, so, you, I guess you've got more history with the, the studio than I have in terms of some of the games and whatnot. Um, so, what does it mean to you to see the studio shuttered? I think it's just sad in general that you yeah. see a studio go. It just doesn't matter what. It's we just, don't have to I like their games. You just don't want to see people out of jobs and all that sort of stuff. I don't want to see people out of jobs and that. But I think Saints Row, unfortunately, did not receive well by people. Me, myself. I was excited for a reboot, this and that, and all it was. It was the exact same game released 17 years ago with some fancy looking graphics that's yeah. what it felt like it just felt like nothing new and I know Embrace of a group purchasing this and that and you never know when something like it, whatever you call them I don't even know uh, also what would the company Embrace a group be called no Embrace a group is the over yeah Embrace a group is the overarching body and then you've got THQ Nordic and you've got so like they're the top top ahead of the snake and then you've got all everyone else kind of spinning off that so um I don't know. The yeah. Anyway, the the overall, they're they're the Microsoft to to rare, Xbox, to rare. well to Xbox, which uh, and then to Azure, and then to all the different rare, branches yeah. that come off. So, um, yeah, it's it's a pretty shitty situation. Um, and we'll couple into that the fact that Gearbox has also suffered some layoffs as well. Um, they seem to be taking away. I mean, I guess maybe it's just the scale of the studios that is maybe what's coming to the in terms of what's actually leading it to a break into the, the mainstream news, but it's not a it's not a good sign. Like, there could be other studios that have been hacked up a little bit as well, but, like, I've seen people that I know, like Joe Hobbs, a recent uh, Dev Diary guest who 
did a bunch of work with Ubisoft on Star Wars Outlaws, and he's over at uh, Fish Labs these days for under the Embracer Group banner, and he's going, oh shit, like, what does that mean for my job? You know, he does. He's not one of those affected groups, but once you start seeing the the biggest names, I mean, Volition. Gearbox and probably Crystal Dynamics are probably the biggest names that the uh, that Embracer has these days, and two of those three have been smacked around. and I feel like Crystal Dynamics is probably only safe because they're they're new, but also they're working with Microsoft on Perfect Dark, um, and so that probably keeps them keeps them in the clear for now. But like, it's not a good sign. It's it's a really bad sign for everyone that was bought, every studio that was bought up by the Embracer Group. And it's, yeah, this is all. Did, did you catch the like the how and why this it led to this? By the way, like why all the studios? No. Um, they had a oh, I can't remember how it was a multi billion dollar deal though fall through with the Saudi Saudi Wealth Fund. So that's the the Saudi government, oh, the one that's yes, been kind yes. of buying up shares of like SNK and bits of Nintendo and bits of this and that and the other. Um, they had a deal fall through with them, and they banked on all that money. And it didn't come through because the deal fell through and they'd probably invested a whole bunch into some of these studios that they've now had to take away. And so uh, when when you look at, say, Volition, where they've had a bad release, lots of really negative sentiment around it, cost them a lot of money to do it, probably the expectations of uh, Embracer Group in terms of you know how many sales it was going to be was probably way too high as well. And then a giant sum of money that just disappears all of a sudden. They go, okay, let's let's call them. That's not working. Done. And so that studio just bites the dust all of a sudden. So um, Embracer cannot manage their studios, cannot manage their money. Some money fell through, and they've had to. You know, studios have started biting the bullet for it. And uh, well, I uh, had fi- trust in the Swedish. Yeah, are they a Swedish? Not... Embracer. I think they're Swedish. Swedish. Oh, I'll, I'll double check that, that later. Swedish or scared to David as such. So I thought they were trustworthy. It is that is a lie. Embrace group. They could be just American. If that's the case, well, that makes perfect. No, sense. no, you're right. They're Swedish. They were Swedish. Swedish. Um, so yeah, they don't the Swedes come up with IKEA? Why aren't they paying attention to their model? Or is that Switzerland? Yeah, because you got to comes put up with that IKEA. together yourself. You can't. You can't just give them the game. Can't give people the game and just say, <laughs> right, build the game yourself. It don't work like that. We've seen that with GTA. They're Swedish 6. as well. Yeah, come on. Yeah, Get IKEA colors. management on board. It's in the IKEA colours, though. Yeah, of course it is. The blue and the yellow. Yeah, the blue and the yellow. But most people don't figure, figure Very that. Very patriotic. They just look at it and go, ah, oh, IKEA, and just move on. Give me a Billy bookcase, all right? Damn it. <laughs> and build it for me now. Yeah. And you, um, and you can't make them build it because if they saw what Grand Theft Auto 6 early previews were, they're just going to say, why doesn't mine look like that? Because it's not a barbecue. Why doesn't mine look like that? Um, good value, good value. Simpsons reference. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like if you're working at an Embracer studio right now, you probably need to be worried. Um, oh, but if you're an external publisher, I feel like you maybe need to be licking your lips a little bit because this could be an opportunity to go and scoop up people uh, in terms of you know get, getting talent, but also potentially in the same way that uh, when THQ went bust, or was it? 13, 14 years ago now when they first went broke there was the fire sale and a whole bunch of studios got bought up and, and whatnot. so maybe it is <coughs> sorry, maybe there's some opportunity for, for some developers and publishers especially considering we are in a buying spree these days that maybe maybe someone, a few studios could be scooped up maybe Crystal Dynamics can be saved from this situation before things get too bad 
Actually, that's the other half of it. Also, Crystal Dynamics, like they they really highlight the weirdness because yeah, they've got Microsoft's backing for for Perfect Dark, but they're working mainly with Amazon because, on, on Tomb Raider. And mainly, yeah, mainly because they're coming in because Xbox's studio can't get their shit together. The initiative. Yeah. So, that's lucky for them. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah the Amazon got, thing as well. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, Amazon funding uh, Tomb Raiders. Yeah, the whole the whole situation is real strange. Um, but that's that's probably what's keeping them afloat. The two even bigger corporate bodies are basically financing that studio at the moment, so Embracer doesn't have to worry about them. The safest place you can be if you're at Embracer right now is Crystal Dynamics, I think. But um, so for how long? We'll, we'll wait and see. Um, a I guess great question. Just, uh, just on the Saints Row side. How like how do you feel about potentially the future of that one now that the the lead studio responsible for it over all these years is dead, um, and obviously the most recent game was a bit of a turd. So, where do you see all things Saints Row going in the future? I would probably say it's dead. I think it's gone after the first, after that last release last year. I don't think anyone's going to want to touch it. Unfortunately, yeah, as much as I've been a fan of Saints Row since it first released back in. I can't remember like 2006 2007 it's been a long time yeah it's been a while it's been a while but i just look at it and go there's no coming back from it unfortunately that's fair not an yeah, ideal situation name but... Of it, but yeah even if thq went and made a saints row look-alike game i don't think it's just it's just not going to be the same agree even if they tried um <laughs> i will note and this is just an interesting thing for people now i have just uh like I've been powering up my or charging my little Starfield watch that I received um, oh, yes. in, in my Constellation edition, and I accidentally took it off the charger, which then prompted it to turn on. So guess what date it's set to? Oh no! Is it the apocalypse? November eleventh. Remember that was the intended date. I mean, that was the Sky uh, the Skyrim date, but it was also the intended date of the game when it was supposed to launch last year. Oh, so they haven't updated their watches. Been so I don't think like the, the default thing has been sitting there for basically a year, I think. That's well, a fascinating bit of trivia. Maybe it's just egg. It's just... It could, be, it could be a little Easter egg. Um, I need well, to reset the time and all that, but uh, that's a fantastic little bit of trivia for everyone that uh, I've discovered live on the show. Um, but any other thoughts on all things uh, Volition, Saints Row, Embracer Group, PlayStation Plus? Oh, no. I just don't want to think about PlayStation Plus at the moment. It's just... That's not going to hurt my brain yet because I've still got till January. I've got well, and also for anyone who wants, who potentially wants to stay at the tier that they're at, but wants that security for as long as possible, the charge, the prices don't change until September sixth, which is this Friday, I think it is. So if you want to pony up another hundred and whatever it is to re-up whatever your tier of subscription is at the current price, you've got about well, as of when this goes live, you've got about three or four days left to do so. So. That's an option for people as well if that's the path they want to go down. So also, those monthly games, they better start being good. Better. They better, better, better be better. A lot better than what this month was because yeah. this month was just... Look, they've had, to their credit, they've had a lot of good months. Um, but, I feel like they if, they'd, yeah, if they'd announced this like last month, for example, when they had Death's Door and a whole bunch of other awesome games, might have been an awesome... Uh, sorry, an, an easier board uh, to bite, but not this month. This month sucks. So... Um, strategy PlayStation try and, and try and apply something at some point we're only five days in and it's already gone to shit yeah so but but the good thing is it is the fifth the sixth I fly a spaceship 
on Xbox. So That's true. Stuck on that it is. It is true. Pony, I've jumped. I've jumped ship. I'm an Xbox now. Um, all right. Well, on that note, we'll, we'll wrap things up there because Starfield needs to be played and uh, PlayStation Plus. Finance, you know, we might need to finance and PlayStation also, Plus before. The... And I'll say, and also finances need to be checked. Yeah, we need to make sure. Yeah. Paul yeah, has that's... a five hundred dollar watch. <laughs> I didn't actually mean to retain this pre-order. I, yeah, I forgot, and uh, now I'm five hundred dollars poorer. So, uh, if if you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Visit the website player2.net today. I will recommend my my feature piece there on PlayStation Plus, where I kind of expanded. There's a I guess a deeper level of thought that's kind of gone into what I've been writing there, rather than a little bit of this off the cuff stuff that I've been throwing out today. Um, but all the details are there. Go check them out. Let me know what you think. Uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kicking a few bucks. And then there's uh, X slash Twitter. Matto? X, oh, that, that just hurts. Yeah, it Absolutely hurts. Right. Same X. We've still got the Tweety Bird in the right corner, though, so that's that's not going away anytime soon. Maybe just put a... Maybe just put, like, a... Just draw a big cross over it. A gravestone on it or something. <laughs> get Barry yeah, Allen from the Flash movies going. Oh, yeah. The... It is Matto underscore Phil. It's also on threads as well. Yeah, cool. so go for it. Uh, Threads, one of these days, once it sorts its own shit out, will inevitably thrive um, in this current Twitter X environment. But and then until it does. Hive one too, that everyone got on board on it and just. I don't even worry about Hive. But, um, Paul James Games for myself. The website's player2au. And until next week, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you later. Save your money.